I've actually got a big box of bleeps I haven't used this year. So I was actually saving them for this. Because um, everyone knows the bleeps, the bleeps are really expensive. So, uh, mate, they're not cheap. They run out quick as well when cheap. you got certain guests on. Mate, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Merry f- <laughs> Merry Christmas. In episode 40, we talk about the iconic Johnny Walker Blue label and uh we also discussed the brand's legendary story and because it's christmas you know what it's like it's supposed to spend some time with your friends and your close loved ones so uh we did the only appropriate thing this year and we had a good old catch up with our good friend dean DeChoso, all the way over in america because uh, he loves his johnny walker blue america he loves it as always, you can see more whiskey-based content on all your social media platform app things. At Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And as I said earlier, it's Christmas. So please give us the Christmas present of a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 40 of the Whiskey and Things Podcast. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. We've made it to 40. That's actually a, that's a big number. And on our Christmas it's a nice week. round number before Christmas. Isn't it? Isn't it? What's Christmas? If you're listening on the Wednesday, it's what, we've got two days before Christmas? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Christmas is Friday. Yeah, we, we hope you're enjoying Christmas no matter what you're doing. Uh, and where you are. Probably can't be know. doing anything, but yeah, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Hey, Nick, I realised uh, this week that this is all my fault. What is? Everything. No, all this uh, all this COVID stuff. Oh, it's all your fault. Okay. Do you want to explain why? Yeah, I did a really bad thing in January, Nick. And I think this is the world's way of... Of car- karma in me. Karma. <laughs> use the word car- yeah. karma as a verb. Karmering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Karmered the hell out yeah, of they, you, isn't it? Yeah, they've, the world has karmed the hell out of me. Why didn't you just get it then? Why, why is everyone else being affected? Because I think they want me to feel guilty about it. Oh, okay. What did you do then? I, I'm really disappointed in myself, if I'm brutally honest, Nick. It's not, it's not something I'm proud of. Okay. I joined the gym. Oh, you joined the gym. Okay. Right. Um, I think that was it. That was it. You joined the gym and didn't go? No, I went. Oh, you went. And I think that made it even worse. Oh, okay. So, remember? I hope you stopped. Do you not remember I had that whole routine of going to the sauna and then all that kind of stuff you took the mick out of me about? Yeah, because you just joined the gym to use it as a sauna. That was it. That was like, I went to the gym, went to the sauna. I did other things. You had a swim. That was it, wasn't it? I did other things. I would use a cycling machine. And a running machine? No, I didn't use the running machine. No, I don't think you used the running machine. No. I would use a cycling machine, and I I did the swimming, right? And the and the steam room, right? And the and the jacuzzi bath. Why well, I see this is good things. And the shower. At the you know, why why are you being punished for this? Why are we all being punished for this? Because I shouldn't have done it. Okay. I shouldn't have done okay, it. Okay, well, hope you, it's, it's all you my stopped thing, now, right? You stopped now. Oh yeah. Okay, oh yeah. Good. But it's just taken that long. It's taken a long time. Right. Okay, just don't do it again. To, uh, don't do it again. Redeem it. Okay? No, right, no gym for you. I will never do it. No sauna for you in 2021, please. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Yeah. Anyway, well, we'll how are you I'm this right. week? I'm all right. Just uh, following Boris's rules and uh, getting ready for a, a Christmas. I wasn't expecting 
But uh, it'll be lonely this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Chris Rea's tune is not going to get any money this year, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely no, it's not. driving home for Christmas. Anyway. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. None of that. Let's go on with the whiskey. I'm thirsty. It's been a long day. All right, then. Yeah. Let's All get right. into it. Sting me. Whiskey bots roll out. Well, it's episode 40, so uh, we've brought out a good one. The big guns this are out. week's whiskey. Johnny Walker, blue label, 40% ABV. The uh, the Rolls Royce of Johnny Walker blends, you might say. <laughs> and Rolls Royce nice. of many blends. My conditioning of this whiskey started years ago before I even had it. Like, you know, you when you start understanding what brands are, I obviously knew what Johnny Walker is. You see the brand everywhere. It's got the slanty label on the square bottle. You everywhere. get that. You see it. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't yeah. obviously know about the different colours until, do you know, uh, you know my favourite TV show is The West Wing? Actually wearing a West Wing t-shirt right now. But um, mm. there's a scene in, in one episode where one of the characters who's a, a recovering alcoholic talks about Johnny Walker Blue and gets so excited about it about oh, really? how great it is yeah and he's like it's the finest whiskey he said like he has this whole speech you know a good a good whiskey is aged in smoke barrels smoked barrels for 12 years you know an excellent whiskey is is, is smoked for 18 years johnny walker's been smoked for 60 years which of course is incorrect but there was there was a blend which had a bit back in the day of 60 year old in i don't think they you do mean it smoked anymore, you but, mean you mean aged uh, yeah but he's but he says smoke. He's saying I'm, smoke. I'm, right. I'm quoting the character. No, not no, myself. I'm just clearing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Good. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Thought, I thought as much. I thought as much. I think, I think, yeah, I think he meant aged in smoked barrels rather than smoked whiskey. Right. But anyway, um, that's where yeah, I yeah, first yeah. heard of Johnny Walker Blue as being this premium, like holy grail yeah. of whiskey kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was that's my conditioning to it. What about you? You know what? Again, I saw him all, but I think it was like. 10 or 12 years ago when I first met Dean DiCioso, who we'll uh, be hearing from later on. You know, again, it was the colours. You saw them around, but I knew the blue one was the nice, nicest one, as it were, because of, uh, of him. And, of course, we have our famous story from 2014. We were on tour, me, you and Danny. We were hideously drunk in Birmingham. Doesn't sound like us. Doesn't sound like us at all. You ordered three Johnny Walker Blues just because you could. <laughs> well, yeah, I, what, it might have been the end of the tour. Was it? It, it wasn't. It was the second night of the tour. <laughs> Mate, best night. Second night, it's always the best night of the tour. You know that. Exactly. You get your nerves out of the way the first night, and you got the second night. No, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It was 13 pounds a shot, and I thought I'd treat us, <laughs> you know? Because I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy to have on tour. We've talked about that before, how, how much of a great guy I am to have on tour. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not disputing that at all. It was a lovely thing you did, but we were probably far <laughs> too, too drunk to, to appreciate, appreciate it. it. Um, I remember not but, being that blown away by it, to be honest. So uh, it, It's interesting you said that it was 13, uh, 13 pounds a shot, because on the West Wing, he talks about it being, bartenders sell this for $30 a shot. Uh, right, right. D- don't you want to know what a $30 like, shot of whiskey tastes like? Obviously, shots are different in America because they free pour, but still, uh, it, it's expensive in bars, is our point here. Yes, yes, so, yes. Uh, I'm not surprised that it was in the West Wing, to be honest, because in my research today, I've discovered that it's like they were the marketing kings throughout the years, you know, being on TV and, you know, marketing themselves correctly. And, uh, you know, oh, you think it was product placement? Of course. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
I think. So. Well, a bit interesting. Of maybe. Which series was it in? Was it in the Aaron Sorkin series? Yeah, I, it it was the Aaron Sorkin years, which means I don't think it would have been because Aaron Sorkin's also got a history of alcohol. I think I think that would have come from the heart. I think that would have been a, okay. a kind of like I need to use I need to use a, a good scotch. What's yeah. what's kind of what do people know? But that's the thing as well. Probably yeah, because and, and of th- around that time, that was the branding around it. You know, it's always been known as a premium brand. Yeah. brand. That's why he's put it in there like that. Yeah. Um, but and every bar you go in will have a bottle of Johnny Walker. Yeah. yeah. Right. At least black. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, you will see it everywhere. And it's the same, as, as we said, it's the square bottle with the, the slanted label. So, uh, so Nick, I'm sure you would have done some research because that's what you do. Tell me a bit about the history of Johnny Walker because all I know is, is, you know, square bottle thing, West Wing. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> square and bottle, expensive. West Wing, everyone. And that's it from this week. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming. Cheers. <laughs> Come and get the ending right. <laughs> Completely wrong way around. <laughs> good show Nick good show good yeah. show great good show great so um, <laughs> some of our listeners not, might be aware this year is actually Johnny Walker's 200 year anniversary um, get out of town get out of town you yes um, let's go back to the beginning John Walker was born on July 25th 1805 um, his father died in 1819 and their family sold the farm so in 1820 he used that money to start a grocery store on the high street of Kilmarnock Scotland he actually started off blending tea <laughs> nice yeah see he's right up your street but then um, due to relaxation in distilling laws in 1823. By 1825, Walker, who was a teetotaler, um, started selling spirits, including rum, brandy, gin, and whiskey, um, which actually became the main thing he started selling. And he, then he started blending whiskies to meet specific customer requirements. And uh, he went under the name Walker's Kilmarnock Whiskey. Interesting. Yeah, and he did that for years. And then he died in 1857. It was actually his son... Alexander, or Alec, and his son, grandson to John, Alexander Walker II, the sequel, um, <laughs> who were actually responsible for taking the business and turning it into a global brand um, through marketing and stuff. Um, they started like a, a shop in London and started shipping it around the world, um, which is part of why they started doing the square bottles, Dave, because they were easier to ship. Makes sense. Smaller boxes, less breakages, and all that malarkey. Um, in 1865, Alec, John's son, um, created Johnny Walker's first commercial blend. It was called the Old Highland Whiskey. And then from 1906 to 1909, Alexander II, that's the <laughs> grandson, and his brother, son. the other grandson... George, um, expanded the line to three blends. Um, the Old Highland, the Special Old Highland, and the, yes, Dave, Extra Special Old Highland. Um, Genius. But, Genius but, naming. Yes, but these were known for their um, labels. They weren't known by those names, really. They had a white label, a red label, and a black label. So that's where those came from. And um, they were kind of known, even though it was the Old Highland, people knew it as Johnny Walker you know, from the founder. So yeah, they rebranded. So they started calling it Johnny Walker, white label, red label, and black label. Um, that's also the year, 1909. They introduced the striding man as a mascot. You know, the man on, on the bottle, kind of walking. He became like a, uh, a symbol of moving forward with the times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's been there ever since. That was created by cartoonist Tom Brown. Nice. Subtle. Yeah. It's a subtle logo. It is. Um, obviously, Johnny Walker's a blend. 
Um, so throughout the years, they started kind of buying distilleries up um, to ensure a steady supply of the single malts. And over the years, they bought Cardew, Colburn, Kleinlich, Talisker's one of theirs, etc. cetera, uh, Mortlach. So yeah, over the years, they've just kind of grown and grown and grown, really. And as I said, now it's their like 200th year anniversary and uh, they're the biggest whiskey brand in the world. They're literally in every country you can get a bottle of Johnny Walker. Are they the biggest whiskey brand in the world? Are they the biggest Scotch brand in the world? Discuss. Because I would say that Jack Daniels <laughs> might be the biggest in the world. I think these guys sell more. Interesting. Yeah, I'd, yeah, definitely. You can get this everywhere. I watched a great movie today, actually, Yeah, um, which I didn't even know was out. Um, it's obviously to celebrate their 200th year anniversary. Um, it's called The Man Who Walked Around the World. And you can watch it on Amazon Prime and it's fantastic. But they kind of go into the fact that in every country, if you're in Iraq, you know, you can get a bottle of Johnny Walker. You, anywhere in the Middle East, China, anywhere you go, you can pick up a bottle of Johnny Walker, you know. Um, but yeah, amazing uh, documentary. People want to go watch it. Well, I just did some Googling and you're correct that uh, Johnny Walker is is bigger than Jack Daniels globally. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, mate. But yeah, that's where it all started in the grocery store. I like that from humble beginnings. Yeah. Um, there's loads of little things on the on the bottle, Nick. So um, I've I've got a small bottle. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, what, what size is it? What size did we just say it was? Uh, was that 20 cl. Twenty. Yeah. Looks bigger. So, I think it's because it's a thick glass, isn't it? It is thick glass. Yeah, so you thick can see this. Yeah. Um, it is that thick blue glass. It's a really nice bottle, but there's a few little things on there. So it says, Alexander Walker in 1888 stated, our blend cannot be beat. I quite like that that's, that's there. Mm. Um, guaranteed the same quality throughout the world. It also has a bottle number. Really? Yeah. Even on a smaller one like this, it says uh, bottle. And I'm guessing that's because it's the blue, so therefore they are trying to keep it as a premium thing and, and they've given it a bottle, bottle number, which nice. I, I like. So I hadn't noticed that before. And of course, it says drunk responsibly. Yeah. Do you know what um, angle that uh, label is, Dave? 24%. 24 degrees, yeah. yeah you're right. Oh, that's what I meant. You knew what I meant. <laughs> um, clearly. Uh, on, the, on the box, it comes in a little box. It says it's a, it's a blend of their rarest whiskey. Right. It says on the back, Johnny Walker Blue Label Scotch Whiskey is the pinnacle of the art of blending, so they say. And it draws from the world's largest reserves of aged scotch. And uh, their experienced master blenders handpicked just one in 10,000 casts of the rarest whiskey from the four corners of Scotland to craft an unrivaled masterpiece. Oh, look at that. Um, and it's a commemoration of Walker's original 1867 Old Highland whiskey. Ah, there you go. Um, yeah, that was the first so, one, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's trying to it's trying to take the properties of uh, or the the flavour profile of that according to the box, um, but you know never tried that one, so won't be able to compare, won't be able to do an A B test, but I am going to get my nose in this, Nick. Yes, do um, that. Whiskey. Ooh. Do you know what? Straight away, it, it it reminds me of a Floridian orange juice. Floridian orange. Floridian, you know, like Tropicana. Tropicana Ooh. drinks are free. <laughs> Not when yeah. you're drinking Johnny Walker Blue Label. So at first you get that citrus. Oh, and then and then and then when you when you carry on, there's a like a dried fruit vibe. Right. I'm getting the cakey Battenberg pale sponge. Yeah. 
but not. I didn't get that straight away. I got the citrus first, and then I got that. Yeah. Now there's citrus there for sure. Raisins and tobacco smoke, which for me is the. I'm not getting that. The thing about Johnny Walker. This not you know this. Oh well, of course. I'm not getting this smoke. Nick, Nick had his special time with us the other day, as he does, as he does, as Nick speaks in the third person when he's having a special time. <laughs> it, it's uh, it smells different to what it was the other day. Oh really? Yeah. More, I'm enjoying it more. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that tobacco smoke at all. Um, I tell you what, I am getting. You know, which which would counter that. Do you know Chris Trevero wears that um, Tom Ford uh, and Annie? They both wear it. That that vanilla tobacco, vanilla tobacco Tom Ford aftershave. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's great. It's got that. This really? reminds me of that. But that's just as expensive. Therefore. I would suggest that this whiskey smells of Chris Trevero. <laughs> <laughs> Nosy note, Chris Trevero. Well. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think. Whiskey God, welcome. Here I am, gentlemen, <laughs> with bells on. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Very festive. Very festive <laughs> indeed. You have a nose to hand. <laughs> One thing I know, mate, is sometimes you need to, you need some jingle bells. You need some jingle bells to hand at this time of year because <laughs> you never know. Anyway, yeah. Whiskey God, uh, looking forward to hearing your notes on the Johnny Walker Blue Label. Engage. Johnny Walker Blue. Tasting notes on the palate. Once you get past the red label of the Johnny Walker varieties, each one from black label to the premium blue tends to immediately yield a strong raisin quality as a blanket to the rest of the notes. Walker blue tends to also have an added dimension of a thicker viscosity, even slightly oily. Creamy vanilla dances with a bit of brown sugar as you roll the sip around the palate, developing into a slight cola note. Many dimensions to this scotch. There are some interesting savory notes here, like a bit of leather, even smoky tobacco. That wasn't Nick's nosing. And that fresh roasted coffee bean again. And a welcome layer of cedar even as well. The finish is lavish, lush, and long. That tobacco smoke leading into the cedar leaves you with a smoky woodiness you'd expect from Johnny Walker. Overall, this particular blended scotch is most definitely premium. Pouring a glass for company while having that iconic blue-tinted bottle in view communicates respect. The distinguished experience, with no surprise, pairs very well with your favorite cigar. Have it after a proper meal, and make sure you do it in good company in your Oxford or cocktail dress. Johnny Walker Blue. Ta-ta. Never worn an Oxford dress before. I don't know what an Oxford is or an Oxford dress. 
is it Oxford blue, isn't it? Isn't that not like your, your smart suit? I don't know. <laughs> He's confused me there. He's confused you. But great tasting notes there. Uh, many dimensions. Why does he always only ever mention you? Anyway. Don't know. That's the only good note I had, I think, in there. It's just trying to make him feel better, mate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was I was sipping along uh, whilst whilst we were listening to that. And uh, it was definitely, he's right, that, that strong raisin quality at the front, definitely that. But he's right. It is complex. Well, complex maybe. There are many dimensions, as he says. There are. And uh, um, you get something different on every every single sip. Mm. It is a lovely mouthfeel. It's really kind of got this creaminess to it. Getting a fruit cake. Um, there's a spice in there. Honey on the palate as well. Um, I'm enjoying this more now than I did the other day, which is weird. Interesting. Yeah. But it's a lovely, it's very light for me as well on the tongue. Fresh experience. I am enjoying this. I'm still not getting this, the tobacco. I'm getting the smoky the smoky wood, but maybe I'm not a smoker, so I don't know I don't know what that really tastes like. But Yeah, but it's tobacco on the finish as well. Like where it kind of the vapours start coming off your tongue after you've swallowed. That's where the tobacco comes from. Mm. Um, but it, but it, yeah, it is, is a nice drop. I should hope so. <laughs> How much does this sell for, Nick? How, if you're going to get a normal 70 CL bottle of this, what's the damage? What's the here? damage? Um, it depends where you get it, obviously. Johnny Walker website, the normal bottle, because they're doing some like commemorative stuff at the moment because of the 200 year. The normal one's 19549 on the uh, website. On Whiskey Exchange, it's usually 150 um, but they're doing like a fifteen pound off at the moment. So it's one three five. When you look at it, that's a pretty good deal. Um, but still, a lot of money for a bottle of whiskey. One three five, one fifty. Uh, this was a gift, uh, and if I'm brutally honest, I wouldn't spend that much on it mm. for the flavour profile. Um, yes, it is. It is really nice though, and. Oh, it's very nice. It's very nice. I'm just wondering if it's worth that money for me. As I said, like, would you buy it for yourself? I'm not sure I would. I think there's other things I enjoy just as much for, you know, a more reasonable price. I agree. And I'm wondering and whether it's just the regal kind of mood behind the whole thing, which is well, the that, selling point, the branding, you know? It's like what the Whiskey God said. He said, pouring a glass for company while with having the blue bottle communicates respect. And I think it's almost, yeah, as you say, a branding thing where it's like, oh, if you've got a bottle of that, it means you're worth something. Yes. And it's frustrating for me that I'm not noticing the quality of the whiskey being that expensive as a result of that. Mm. Yeah, I know. You exactly. Know, yeah. You, you know, when, when we had the Gariano, which was an expensive whiskey... I know. T- I was like that. This tastes expensive. It tastes different from yeah. a lot of other stuff we've had. It, you exactly. could tell. You could, you know, you could have that and know where what brand it was. This, I think, there are other kind of blended malts and blended whiskies out there which are similar. And for me, my palate, I can't differentiate that yet. Yeah, you know? same, same. I think maybe someone with more experience palate may be able to do that. And I think if they're using rare whiskies, and obviously that is obviously putting the price up, but just because they're rare doesn't necessarily mean they're high in flavour, right? No. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, if they're using that, and again, that's the, where the status comes in. They're, they're rare. They're using rare whiskies, which are expensive, but it doesn't mean they're necessarily 
exceptionally tasty. That doesn't mean this isn't tasty. It is. This is a very good whiskey. Mm. But I'm not differentiating this from some of the 50, 60 pound bottles that we've had. No. And this is twice, three times the price. Yeah. I prefer to the, Um, like, the Johnny, I've never got on with the Johnny Walker Red or the Black. It's got too much of that, it's got too much of that tobacco-y smoke for me, which I'm not into. It reminds me of kind of smoky clubs, you know, before 2007. Um, Smelling your coat the next day. Yes, yes. Or like a, (laughs) a, like an ashtray, you know, um, which I'm not really into, but this is more subtle, um, Again, I'll bring back bring up the documentary. Not at one point did they mention how it tasted. Interesting. I was yeah. It was all that is interesting about their marketing, the branding, how they've been kind of striving forward, you know, with social kind of things throughout the years and always kind of being the cutting edge brand, you know, again, to do with grandeur and it being kind of this amazing thing to do with respect and this, that, and the other, showing success or this kind of stuff yeah. but they didn't once say anything about how it tasted well may- maybe nick maybe last week we spoke about how uh there's a big downturn in johnny walker sales maybe it's because people are starting to well it wasn't just johnny and- walker was it? it was diageo which but uh, the big pro- proponent of that was the decrease in johnny walker if you remember the percentages oh okay right um so the percent, I can't remember the numbers, but a, the big chunk of it was because Johnny Walker's sales were down and Johnny Walker's probably, as you said, one of their biggest biggest parts of their portfolio as well. So yeah. because of how, how much global market share it had. But with, with smaller distilleries doing more interesting things, maybe people just looking elsewhere and not feeling like they need to have um, like Johnny Walker Blue, for example, because they're getting that, they, they can show that off by use, by having a good whiskey from a smaller distillery, which is aged. Tell you what, actually, yeah. Um, India is one of their biggest markets, I think. And they're producing their own whiskeys they've got now. Paul, Paul John now, which is kind of, and again, it's, it's, it tastes scotch. It's not anything different. Yeah. They're made scotch. So maybe that might have a thing to do with it. We don't know. We don't have the figures. But you can see that, that perhaps Johnny Walker, which... Perhaps they need to do more stuff. You know, a lot of the other distilleries are are doing more experimental cask finishes, all those kind of things. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Walker are doing that. I'm not sure. I'm not that up on what they do and don't do. But if they're just sticking with the with the red, black, green, all that kind of stuff, uh, they're going to have competition, stiff competition from other other places. Yeah, um, they just seem to do like special releases to do with branding, like they did like the Game of Thrones stuff. You know. It's all just to do with what the bottle looks like, I think. And yeah. Well, I might, I haven't done the research into that today, but that's from the outside, that's the way it looks. I'm sure there are differences and they do do special editions, but... Um, yeah, so I I'm, I love it. Yeah. It's great. Not bad drop. Not saying it's bad. Saying it's probably not worth the money. If you were to do a blind taste test on this, you wouldn't put, put it up with some of the other stuff we've drunk this, this year. I wouldn't have said that either of us would have this as our favourite. I'm glad to have this little bottle. Right, so it's not much. I've got, only got half it left, which is only a couple of glasses, really. But yeah, yeah. it's nice to say I've got a bit mm. because of what it does mean within the whiskey industry. Yeah, totally. Uh, but I'm not going to say get me a bottle for a special occasion. I'd rather mm. have something else. Yeah, for a depends, special occasion. Depends who's coming around, mate. You know who, who you're going to pay respects for. You know. Good point. You good know? point. Good point. So anyway, uh, yeah. Later on, we'll uh, have our good friend Dean DeChoso on to give his little uh, opinion on the Johnny Walker. 
You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Right. It's time. You know, we went a few weeks without it, but, um, you know, now we've got two weeks in a row of everyone's... Two weeks in a row? Favourite news segment. What is it, Dave? Booze round! Booze round! <laughs> wow, you matched the audio perfectly oh, I tried, there. I tried my best, Nick. I tried my best to show how excited I am about booze round. I just love, I just love that jingle so, so much. Yeah, it's good, what you, what, what you got for us today, Nick? What have you got in the, um, in the magical world of whiskey? What, what have we got? What have we got? What have we got? Only a couple of things this week, and one of them's a bit of a rehash from last week. Remember, we talked about the uh, whiskey show um pre-sales I going do. on um i should i think there was listeners screaming at the screener last week because i just didn't read the website properly in terms of the virtual part of the show the actual show runs on october 2nd and 3rd 2021 at old billingsgate and they'll be doing the interactive online show alongside those two days with some special oh. things going on but the interactive virtual show will also be continuing from the 4th to the 8th so afterwards, that's how they're doing it. There's some special <gasps> That's tastings. amazing. So yeah, so most of the virtual show is after the actual show, which is quite cool. Um, Do we know how much the, the virtual show ticket is alone? I think like 25 quid. So similar to last year? Yeah, yeah. Because that was amazing last year. It was. So you get the best of both worlds and you're not kind of okay. missing out if you're at the show. Because if you're at the show, you're seeing all the good stuff anyway. But then on yeah. the Monday, I think it'll be, you or could, the Sunday. <laughs> you um, can then go and join in. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. And then you can kind of carrying on talking to people online who you've met at the weekend. Nice. You know, which like is kind that. of cool. Which is, and they're doing some other special stuff as well. It's going to be really cool. Anyway, I thought I'd just clear that up because last week I just didn't, you know, busy week, busy week. So yes, I thought I'd clear that up for everyone. Oh, no, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I got one for us. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, the Glenfiddich that was stolen in Glasgow? Have I seen any of it? Why? Are you talking to the police at the moment? I've had no one on my door. What are you talking about? I, I might be. I might be. There was an empty trailer. Are you, are you offering me some? Anyway, yeah, tell the story. <laughs> uh, well, this lorry went past the other day, Nick, and uh, something fell off the back of it. Anyway. <laughs> That's acting um, for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, was, there was an empty trailer that was found uh, late on Whistlebury Road, Blantyre, on Tuesday the 15th of December, and that was stolen on Friday the... 11th of December. Uh, it was a red articulated trailer with white writing on the side and it contained 2,400 cases of Glenfiddich 12-year single malt Scotch whiskey valued at £200,000. Uh, so that's all gone. Detective Sergeant Stephen Greenshield, that's such a great police person's name. That, that yeah. could be in heartbeat. Anyway, uh, uh, Shettleson CID said, uh, I'd like to speak to anyone who has been approached and offered to buy any of this type of whiskey at a considerably reduced price and where the seller has no proof of purchase or ownership. Mm. Who's going to grass up? Who's going to grass them up? No, I'm not going to grass them up. I'm not a snitch. What are you talking about? Where's the snitch? Where's the snitch? Snitches get stitches. <laughs> um, talking about good surnames, though, I forgot to mention earlier on. It's spelt a different way, but uh, the master blender of Johnny Walker is called Jim Beveridge. OBE. No way. Yeah, I love Do- that. <laughs> Dr. Jim Beveridge. 
That's amazing. Yeah, dropped in there. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, there we go. St- Detective Sergeant <laughs> Stephen Greenshields at Shattleson <laughs> CID. I CID. mean, that's a t- that's a st- that's a TV that is a TV character's policeman name. That is Greenshields. If you saw that on a script, you'd be like, "Yeah, right." Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, so yeah. Glenn Fiddick is one of obviously one of the more popular high street uh, Scotch, especially the twelve year. Probably loads of that floating around at Christmas. One of the so, original distilleries. Yeah, yeah, one of the if originals. On, if on Christmas morning you're opening a bottle of uh, Glenfiddich <laughs> 12 year, perhaps ask where it where it came from. Or just and drink it really get... quickly to get rid of the end of it. <laughs> just in case. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. There we go. Um that's it from Booze Round. Um, you know. Until next time, that's Booze Round! 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 So, Whiskey God, who are, you, uh, who are you going to be spending Christmas with then? Well, I'll be spending it with my support bubble up in Lapland. Lapland? <laughs> Lapland? Amazing. Hang on. You mean with... Yes, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Claus, no less. Say Nick likes to enjoy a single malt and cigar after his big historic annual night. My personal favorite is when I make him regale me with stories of the children that received bags of <laughs> coal. <laughs> My idea of heaven. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to Merry you, Christmas Whiskey to you, God. Whiskey God. Oh, that sounds delightful. So it's either Glenfiddich 12 or coal, isn't it? Really, this week. <laughs> Cool. Well, this segment here, um, yeah, so it's our buddy, it's our buddy, Dave. Um, re- yeah, regular listeners would have heard of our good friend Dean DiCioso. He's been on twice before, not yes. once, but twice. This is his third time. <sighs> he's our first third timer. Yes, he he's a musician, record producer, and massive Johnny Walker fan. Um, so we thought, well, it'd be a nice massive to whiskey have him on. fan. Yeah, he's a massive whiskey fan. But as you'll hear in this little segment. He loves a bit of Johnny Walker, especially Johnny Walker Blue. So we thought we'd have a little chat, have him on, you know, have a bit of a Christmas chat and, uh, you know, see what happens. Anyway, here's Dean DeChoso. I'm a cockney for some reason today. So, Dean, today we're doing, end of year, it's Christmas, we're doing the Johnny Walker Blue label, right? And mm-hmm. you yourself are a fan. I, for one, know... You buy yourself a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label as a treat every time you finish making a record. Why Blue Label? What's so special about it for you? Yeah, for me, it's it's really simple. I mean, you know, I, as you guys both know, I've known you guys forever. I didn't have my first drink since until I was twenty four, and honestly, the first you also know this story. The first drink I ever had was Walker Black, and uh, as a result of that, and you know, uh, I'm sure this will come up, um, another time, but like, you know, when, when Nick, when Nick met me 2008, you know, he, he has a a great story as to how he, he knows that, you know, I was a a heavy Walker black drinker at the time. And, um, yeah, just the Johnny Walker line is like a sort of, um, familiarity to me. Um, and uh, I just remember as I started doing much better in my career, once it kind of went independent 
um, as a producer, uh, like in the like mid two thousand, mid to late two thousands. Um, I just remember having enough money for the first time and being a new drinker. Period. You right. know, I was like, I, I kept, I kept seeing that blue, that blue bottle. Here's the one that Rish gave us uh, for uh, the Giles tour and the record. Rish, friend of the pod. We still have it. It's hard, it's hard yeah. to see. Did you work up to the blue with like the green uh, and the gold, etc.? Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's a good question. I definitely did. In terms of a reward, as it were. Yeah, well, you know, it was my my dad. My dad always, even though I didn't drink, my dad and I always, uh, my father and I always talked about the the passion of distillation. Um, and winemaking and, and everything else. And, and you know, uh, there's two reasons why I worked up to it. Number one, I couldn't afford it to begin with in the beginning. Um, secondly, it was like, how the hell am I possibly going to even understand it as someone who's been drinking only at the age of 24, which was like 2005. So by the time you had met me, Nick, in 2008, I'd only been drinking at any anything at all, any alcohol at all for three years. Mm. You know, so, so yeah, I did my research and everything else. I mean, it's, I got really passionate with it the same way that, you know, like all three of us, like looked into why there's like a Les Paul classic and a Les Paul custom and a Les Paul studio. <laughs> and it's just the same, the same thing, you know? Um, yeah. And so I did, I did, I did work up through it, you know, and, and I started obviously, Starting on Walker Black, which is the 12 year blended, you know, um, at some point I did have to kind of go slumming, so to speak. And I was like, what is the red for? Right. And I did finally get a taste that at some point it was much cheaper, obviously. And I was like, what is this? Um, you know, and, and it, you know, at the time, because I had, I had been drinking Walker Black daily. Um, if it was a small of a time I was drinking, it was Walker Black daily. And again, Nick knows this. Um, you know, I, uh, I remember tasting it and going, oh, I got it. This is, this is Johnny Walker black as an engine degreaser. Right. You know, and, and, uh, of course, realizing later that it's really more of a mixer and, and the whole thing. So, you know, I, I did go through it. You know, I went, I went, I went beyond that. Um, I went into the green, the 15 year, I went into the gold, which was just the 18 at the time. Now there's two different gold. It's kind of weird, you know, really trying to understand what was going on. Um, getting to a place of like uh, understanding that you can, you actually are, I mean, Johnny Walker actually wants you to um, enjoy those things, those particular blends in different ways. For instance, they suggest that the, the 18 year gold at the time should have been chilled, things like that. Oh, interesting. And I did go through them. And finally, when I had the ability to um, afford the blue, it was a pretty iconic moment. It, it, I didn't make the decision at that time. You know, it was like, this is going to be my celebration. Cause I could, I could have hated it. You know, there's, there's many, there's many, uh, whiskeys, um, where I prefer, uh, some of the younger blends or, or, or not the mo more exotic blends, you know, a great example of that would be Glen Morangy, for instance, releasing a lot of these new cask blends and stuff, but still to this, and you know, the 18 and the 21 to this day, my favorite Glen Morangy, which is no longer made as a Glen Morangy 15 is actually probably my, my, still my favorite scotch of all time. But anyway, back to this. So I, I, I did get it and I liked it. And, you know, at that point I was smoking cigars as well. And I loved, I loved the idea of pairing and yeah, it just, the point being is it did, it did give me a sense of luxury in the small scope that I had at the time, only drinking Johnny Walker products really, you know, and, right. um, uh, it, it, it was a nice sort of like, uh, sensually like self-defining moment for me. Like you deserve this 
You know, right, you, right. you just, you just served a client well, made a great record. You know, I tend to work on them for like, it's a pretty heavy production record. It could be like two and a half months or more. Yeah. And yeah, so it's been a tradition for me, you know, since for me, it's essentially self-defining moment of appreciation. Um, not, you know, I don't want, I don't want it to sound like in a bad way, but like there's, there's a sense of like, Yes, there's a sense of patting myself on the back of like you got through this job, but really it's more for like as a because at the end of the day you can you can put all the cool titles on it, you know, producer, songwriter, and all this stuff. And once you get past that fluff, you know, at the end of the day, as musicians and producers, we're all servicemen, and I definitely feel good, you know, when I have served the client, and um, I feel good for for being a man of service. I feel good for for having you know um, made someone very happy. Uh, with, you know, telling 12 emotional stories and, um, yeah. So I, I, it's definitely a premium product to me in that way. Like it's, you know, it just has, it, it has everything in there, uh, that at least for me triggers, um, you know, a sense of like, I deserve this now. And that, and that, and that's the things where it's obviously much older, you know, you get a lot more refinement out of it. That viscosity, that sugar is more refined. You get less of that ammonia left over from not being, aged you know um and uh a far difference from having the black to the blue you know the 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 um and, and you know from the red to the blue and, and so forth but uh, yeah it's a premium it's a premium whiskey to me you know uh but def definitely has a very special place with me in terms of uh, uh having to be uh, being able to afford it first and having it be part of my history nice. of finishing an album and just having it to myself i don't really invite anyone over i just kind of Maybe listen to demos from the record or something that I did, and, and Dean's I'll, special I'll, time. I'll it's Dean's drink. special time, Dave. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. See, it's not just me. It's not just me. See, Dean knows his own special time. That's what it is. Yeah. See, what, yeah. what does Dave have his special time with? Dave. The moon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Neil. Yeah. Yeah. That Buzz. counts. <laughs> but yeah. Gene. Gene. G give me a space documentary and I'm there. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, with whiskey. Time. With whiskey. With whiskey. Yeah. No. You know. <laughs> I, don't need no, 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 I don't need that. No, just tea. <laughs> Not even that. I get well, space drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Space drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dean, I've only got a, a 20 CL bottle here, which we've taken our samples from. Um, mm. And I mean, it's got a, it's got a little cork. Nice sound, um, though. It's a good sound. You you got a good cork, but also there's that, there's a chain on yours, isn't there? There's a, there's an actual. The, char the charm. The charm. Yeah. yeah. You got a charm. Talk us, talk us through the packaging because we don't have to full, full like, because it's only a smaller bottle. It's, it's not the same. Before you do that, could you just give us the, the, pa the, the, pa yeah. the, the could you just give us the, uh, the cork sound of the big bottle before you go into the I packaging? I absolutely please? will. Absolutely will. So, so the 750 mil bottle, they all, they all come with this charm. And it's funny because. The charm serves two purposes. Number one, it's obviously going to be an ornament that is, is part of the sort of premium presentation. The second purpose is so that it can help you kind of get out of that foil, uh, um, which is okay. there. Uh, but but that's that's one of the reasons why it's there. So let's take a look. Dave, if you can give me your uh, corking again, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to give you a cork in, Dean. <laughs> Please do. Suspense was killing me. <gasps> oh. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. 
That's a premium cork sound, that is, Dean. That is a premium cork sound. Give me yours again. Give me yours again. <laughs> yeah, we've got to work this out. What, what, what do we have? It's a minor third. It's a minor third. Of course it is. Bluesy. That's yours. That's mine. Oh, it's got blue guitar as well to do it. Look at that. Is it a fourth? He's a fourth, man. It's a fourth. Or an inverted fifth. That's a power chord, if ever I've seen it. The whiskey. So, Nick, that was oh, that was fun. It's it great was. to hear. From, great to hear from Dean. And uh, as as we said earlier, loves all the round numbers. He's done now episode 15, 25, and forty. So uh, maybe we'll hear from him again, episode fifty. Probably, we'll do something for episode 50, won't we? I'm sure we will. I'm sure um, we will. Better start planning it. Um, um, anyway, uh, mm. it's, it's Christmas right now. So what, we, we, what, we've got an end of year show next week. Is that the plan, Nick? Episode 41? 41, mate. It's the uh, Whiskey and Things end of year party. It's a big 2020 blowout. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. So yeah, you're in charge of the invites to... Brilliant. No one's coming. You know, get, get some people. <laughs> yeah, as people have just heard, he's in charge of the invites. Um, so it's going to be massive. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be fantastic. You know, we all need a party. I'll set up a Facebook event. Perfect. Sweet. Um, yeah, so um, we, we're not going to have a Whiskey of the Week next week. We're just going to kind of uh, talk about the old ones and maybe have a few sips of our favourites, I think. Ooh, I'll get all the Glencairns out. <laughs> how many you got? Don't know. Hang Don't on, how, many, how many do we have there, you know, which other people can, can, can buy, Dave? Uh, uh, 17. There are 17 left. There's 17 in your house? Yes. Look at that. 17 whiskey and things, unused, Glencairn, in their boxes. Fresh as you like. Glasses, which you can still get for the new year. New year, new glass. How about that? Forget your, forget your uh, New Year's resolution. Your one resolution should be <laughs> buy whiskey and things, Glencairn, your life will be better because your whiskey will taste better. It's as simple as that. It's simple as that. And, uh, uh, yeah. No money back guarantee on that. But no, anyway. No. Um, Available from uh, <laughs> whiskeyandthings.com. Of course, Dave. yes, and uh, yeah, of course, of course, yes, of course. Yes. So, um, thanks, thanks very much for, for listening. We hope to see you next week. Uh, if you've been, if you've ever had Johnny Walker Blue, please let us know what you think about it. Maybe you might really like it, and we'd like to hear it. Maybe you don't like it at all. Have Maybe you, been you never had it. Sucked into the marketing over the years. Have, have, have you been sucked, sucked in? in? But anyway, let's uh, let's hear from you, uh, and uh, we would also. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Just right. just rambling. Just rambling. End of podcast ramble. That's what we should call this section. Not an outro. It's an end of podcast ramble, Nick. It's a pamble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the post post amble. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. And we'll on leave. that note, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. And each How, other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a... <laughs> We hope you enjoy your festive time alone and uh yes, we'll see make you next the most week. of it everyone make the most of it things could be worse yep. remember things could be worse just uh, exactly you know just uh, just uh, you know have, have more turkey it's more turkey for you it's more turkey for you at the end of the yeah. day you know yeah. more booze more whiskey for I actually, us. I actually considered having a funeral for a turkey so that way we could uh, have 30 people around but anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> you've always been close to that turkey mate. <laughs> yeah me and that really close yeah. really close anyway that's a whole other thing uh, anyway on that note cheers, cheers. Merry Christmas <laughs> thanks for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming 
Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas, Yoko. Merry Christmas.